One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Oh, we're back together. Yay! Yes! Here we are. Although I still cannot get over your comment from this morning. Right. What? Listeners, so phone me this morning. We haven't spoken to each other on the phone for like nearly two weeks, maybe. It's the longest we've and gone without communicating. Well, we've been WhatsApping, but we haven't We do WhatsApp, yet. but not on the phone. And she's like, I said, oh, I'm just making myself like some breakfast. She was like, oh my God, have you had a fried egg? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course I've had a fried egg. And I thought she was going to say like, you know, these ones I've seen on TikTok with pesto or something through them. She was like, yeah, I mean, I've never had a fried egg before. And they're so good. Like, it takes no time at all to have to do any whisking. And I quite like it when it's fried on both sides. And I'm like, well, it was just a, a fried egg then. Like, what? You've oh never had a God. fried egg? You're 40 years old and you've never had a fried egg. I had what? one for the first time in Scotland at the weekend. <laughs> they are delicious. I've never had a fried egg before. And we went round to our, we've got these new Scottish mates. They're so lovely. They live next door to my father-in-law. They're so nice, Abby and Nashi, And they've got three kids, same as us. And they were like, come round and have breakfast. We're like, yeah, great. And as he was doing them, I was thinking, <laughs> fuck, I don't like fried eggs. And then I realised that I'd never had one. And when I was eating it, I was like, this is a taste sensation. It's easy that he did it with a bit of butter. I put some chili on it, chili flakes, which I also loved. And I thought, and I had one today and I thought, this is the first time I've ever cooked my own one. I didn't know what to do, but great. Uh, this literally cracks me up. But I just, I don't need, I don't really know what to say about it. I'll tell you why. I've The yeah. only time I've ever sort of been around a fried egg before is when <laughs> I've been in those sort of like builder's cafes and you see them <laughs> bubbling away in loads of oil. And I thought, why would yeah. you ever eat one? But if you just do it with a bit of butter... Mm. Yeah, or spray a little bit of oil in a pan, like a little spray of olive oil, which is how I think most people do it like that. I don't think most people like do it in like deep, deep oil and it's all greasy. No. I don't think that's that, no. But, you know, the, the, the options are endless now with fried eggs. So you could do feta, like I told you before, yeah. feta fried eggs. I mean, it's can't changed my I'm life. so excited for you. <laughs> The kids are going to have them now. Like Luna's, Luna had one as well. She never had one. She was excited. Yeah, it was a big weekend for us as a family. <laughs> I literally, I just think you're, you really crap me up. 
it's so funny. But yeah, thank anyway. Thank you for this. Aside thank from you for, thank the fried you. egg revelation, how are you? Yeah, I am filled up with joy. I have had, obviously you handled the podcast this week. I handled the podcast last week. We, I think both of us needed a little bit of space yeah. from, you know, from work and just kind of to be with the kids. You went away to Dubai. I went to Scotland, slightly different. <laughs> but I But I had a great time. There's something about being in Scotland in this like beautiful, raw, amazing universe kind of, you feel so connected to the universe there. Everything is very sort of rugged and outdoorsy. And we did the, we did this beach training and I absolutely loved that. There was like 14 women on the beach kind of doing press ups, sit ups, dragging tires, you know, all the stuff that I love doing. And then we were just doing wet water, like beach walks every single day, crabbing. I just, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I mean, you I, you know I want to work for the Scotland Tourism Board and mm. that's not selling it to me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, no. oh, because I know you love all that stuff. I know. Yeah. And I, I love Scotland as well for different reasons. So anyone listening who like isn't into doing press-ups on the beach, there are some <laughs> fantastic restaurants in Scotland. Yeah. And no, I do know what you mean though about it feeling very special. I think it does as well. North Berwick. Have you ever been Lovely. to North Berwick? North Berwick? No, I haven't. It's about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Edinburgh and it's got its own, I swear to God, it's got its own like weather climate as well because mm. it was raining, you know, 20 minutes down the road and then you go to North Berwick, the sun came out, there's great places to eat and drink, there's a beautiful beach, everyone says hello. It's just lovely. You love it. And it stays lighter longer in Scotland. That is a thing. It is lighter till later at night, I'm sure. In the summer. Um, in the, Yeah, maybe not in the winter. No, in the winter yeah. it just gets a bit darker. How was your holiday? It was really nice. Like, really, really good. I actually switched off, which was brilliant. Because I've had a lot of, like, trips this summer, but... They've been itty, you know, like bits and bobs here and then yeah. I've not really switched off from work. But I did. We both did. James and I both did. We had a really good time. We actually didn't use any kids clubs or childcare at all while we were there, which I thought would thinking? have been full on. <laughs> I know. We just didn't. It was actually just really like nice and easy and just we just had a really good time. It was very busy, like really busy. Um, but... Yeah, like we just just bobbed about really, like Gorgeous. didn't really do a lot. It was love. It was really really nice, and just I think yeah, we caught up with friends, caught up with my family. Like just yeah, we just had a really nice time. Switched off, and I feel I, I actually feel recharged and relaxed, like oh, genuinely. Brilliant. Which brilliant. is I, I yeah, I didn't I haven't felt like this for a long time. So mm. oh, we're both pleased. in really good places. That's good. We are. and did you see that Luna's tooth fell out this morning? On <gasps> oh my god, that there was so much blood. Oh my god! So it had been hanging in there for like two months. It was detached oh, from the back, but attached god. at the front, and it was pushing the other tooth across and the tooth that was coming in behind it. I was going to say, did yeah. you, did she have one behind? Oh my god! Yeah. And then and then Dozer like gave it a proper yank yesterday, so it was oh, sort of like. God. And then this morning I said, "Your school photos tomorrow. You have to get this out because she's got like a nanny McPhee tooth." And every photo was his tooth just sticking. And then suddenly it was like twist, 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 bang. It just came out. And I was, I was so, she was so chuffed. She was like, my toes come out. Oh um, but God. how much do you leave for a tooth? Hmm. Do you know what? Axel hasn't lost many teeth. I'm not very good at this. I think he's lost one, maybe two. Axel's I only lost two teeth. Yeah, he hasn't lost many teeth. I think it's the bottom two. Or, it could actually just be one. I think we really? lost, I think, yeah. So I think oh. the first one, we did a fiver, but that was because that's all we had. <laughs> and 
I don't know. You, you literally, you speak to people, and some people leave like ten pounds. Oh, that's stop mad. It. No, they yeah. don't. But I think it comes down to the fact that no one carries any cash anymore. This I mean, is weird. We had a shock I think last two time. pounds to you. Two? Yeah, I mean, last time we left four, but that's only because we forgot. Can you believe it? We forgot. She went to bed, <laughs> shuffed as fucking anything, and she was like, the tooth fairy's coming, came in in the morning, and she was like, she hasn't been. And I was like, shit. We are the worst parents ever. So Dozer just snuck out and then said, oh, actually, I, th- I think you need to go check again. Like, I think because she probably couldn't <laughs> get to it. We've left it on, she's left it underneath the, um, uh, like she's got like a water bottle and she was like oh she left it under the water bottle and I was like oh my god thank god thank god that's <laughs> a terrible thing to do isn't it I mean the thing is though it's such a weird concept like a yeah. tooth fairy like I know it's I remember believing in the tooth fairy when I was little but yeah I wonder how long it lasts for like do you think all their teeth are going to fall out and then no, they'll Isla still knows what's going in? on right Isla okay knows, because she said to me the other night don't forget to leave money like she was all over it she reminded oh, me fine okay that's <laughs> good I'm glad that you've got Isla for Luna <laughs> Right, we're going to do an Ask Us Anything Q&A yes, today because we, we haven't yeah. been together for a while. So we thought we'd just bash through some of these questions. Thank you so much for sending them in. Yeah, Georgia, thank pick you. us off. They are really varied. Um, so let's start Well, I'll ask with... you this one. How's Go the in. house move going, Georgia? That's from Amy. I was supposed to be moving today, um, but we're not moving today. We are now moving in two weeks' time, which is probably why I feel quite chilled um, because it was going to be a big rush and now we've actually got two weeks. Okay. I booked packers and then ugh, me being annoying and weird and control freak, I just started packing myself. Of course you did. <laughs> and now that's what I'm doing. So I haven't told the packers I don't need them yet. But Are you going to do it yourself? You're not going to have anyone helping you? I quite like doing it. Like I, I'm quite enjoying it and also I'm getting rid of all the crap before it's going in the boxes whereas I think if we'd have packers well we are they're still booked um they would just pack all the same shit yeah we'll just be taking it all with us so I'm gonna do what I can I'm really well excited yeah but um yeah it's all good and I'm glad that we've got a bit of time I cannot wait to see your new house obviously I've seen photographs of it but I can't wait to see because you, you you I would say now this is your big grown-up move do you think yeah, yeah. we're not good at forever like <laughs> we're always like yeah forever and then like we go, yeah, it's our new, yeah, we're going to be there forever. And then we're like, we'll be there for five years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I It's don't gorgeous know. though. Yeah. It, yeah. It's got lovely, um, the, basically it's got a big garden and yeah. that was the problem that we had here is that Axel fires footballs and over the neighbor's fence and yeah. uh, glass windows. And it's just not ideal for someone yep. who wants to kick footballs around. So there we go. There we go. Love that. Yes. Um, Makeup tips, please. You both always look so glam. I feel like you're the makeup guru. Oh my God, are you joking? <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I, th- <laughs> I think the tip, the, the, the biggest tip that I, would, that I would give about makeup is, for me, it's like you don't want to look like you've caked it on. Like yeah. I definitely have makeup um, for different days. So mm. if we're going, if I'm ever going into London or I'm in the studio, I st- I like to wear maybe a little bit more of a a fuller fuller coverage foundation. But generally, day to day, I like to keep it super fresh. The mm. biggest tip that I can give is finding a really really amazing kind of. Um, 
CC cream or like a tinted moisturizer for those like non-makeup makeup days. Um, I also love a really good setting spray. I'm currently using the Urban Decay. I mix between the Urban Decay one and the um, Mac one. And they're just really good. Like if you've done your makeup, you know, sometimes people say like, how do you, why doesn't your makeup fall off your face? That's mm. why like my makeup is setting not complete spray. without using a setting spray. I right. think it's really fantastic it also just adds a bit of hydration at the end like i love using a, cr- a cream um blusher or a cream eyeshadow Same. the one from charlotte tilbury is amazing you can just literally use your finger put it on your eyelids and you are done um i think for brows and stuff again i just feel like my face isn't done until i haven't drawn in my brows a little bit so that would be another top tip and then i just think that like keeping it really fresh you don't need to wear loads of makeup to feel like you've got your face on yeah i was gonna say exactly the same though i think less is more um Mm. when it comes to makeup and also i think just finding the things that you really like like and just like just using those and not feeling like you have to do your makeup a certain way because that's the current like trend or whatever I love the those Bobbi Brown eyeshadow sticks the two ends because I find it difficult like with eye makeup to know what like which colors like go together and I think that's quite difficult but I think with those you just know that those two work together and you can put them like underneath your eyes and it's actually just really quick um if you want to like amp up your makeup a bit but yeah I'm the same as you I'm like a I don't really wear makeup if I'm not going um, like to, like into to London or going into work day to day, I just don't put anything on. And if I mm. do, it's just a CC cream. That's yeah. it. I want to show you guys actually how I've been doing my eyes. In fact, I'm going to do a quick reel, reel on that because I've discovered a new way of doing like a smudgy, I love a smudgy brown eyeliner. I yes. used to do like quite a thick black um, liquid eyeliner, but I've actually changed recently and I'm more into like my smudgy brown smudgy. and I'll show you how I do it. Me yeah. too. I would cute. like to watch that. That would be very okay. useful, even I if it's just it. for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Georgia, you Here. are both super mums. How do you find the time to do it all alongside work? That's from um, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. She's your bestie. Hi, so she Lucy. wants to know. She's my bestie. <laughs> Better. You're both super mums. Um, I mean, I feel like she knows this because I probably don't ever reply to her messages. Um, I, I'm not very good at juggling it all, always. That's I think, rubbish. I'm No, I don't think I am. I think sometimes I do, I get too focused on like, particularly work, and then I just don't end up, it's all, it's kind of like all or nothing, but I do think some, it's kind of the way it has to go sometimes. Like you have yeah. to, you can't have it. I really don't believe you can have it all. I just don't. And I think I try and, either be like focused on work and if I know I'm really busy at work I don't make social plans yeah and if I know that work's a bit quieter then that is when I'll make social plans and then obviously the kids are my priority above all of that so Mm. if you know it's just about quality time with them but I don't I don't always feel like I juggle it all that well I would say yeah, I mean, I think Georgia's underestimating her own power and her own skill set here because I look at Georgia and don't forget that Georgia's got maybe two or three, maybe more other private <laughs> PR clients that she also runs alongside doing Made by Mamas, our podcast, and we've launched Made by Mamas Careers, and she's always there for the kids. So I think you need a big um, pat on the back. I would say Georgia's probably quite good at her time management in terms of she knows that if she's got to work on one of her clients, she'll do that for two hours and then she does yeah. an hour on the other one and is is kind of teaching me about how to do that. Um, 
I think like getting up and starting your day and like setting your intentions for that day has really helped me. And that sort of yeah. leads into another question from Sarah about do you set goals or intentions, work, personal, home? A hundred percent I do. And, jo- yeah. and Dozer and I were discussing this the other night that, you know, it's it's really important. Like I can spend time just flicking through Instagram and yeah. I've just wasted half an hour of my day and then mm. I lose my rhythm. So like getting up and training is a really important part of my day. And then I'm very much looking at it like now I'll spend, you know, two hours on careers. Then I know that for me, my own business, I need to push for new business. So I'll do that for a couple of hours. Then I might have to go and film some content. Then I might have to, you know, go do the school. So like my day has to be quite structured. And I think that's, that's a really good tip. Yeah, that's actually really true. And it'd be really interesting to hear from like some of you guys, because I know there's loads of these AI, almost like scheduling apps now. So I know about the motion app, but I think there are others. So I'd love to hear like those of you who use them um, where you put everything in and it almost like shows you, like gives you to-do lists that are separate, like for like home life, school life, like all that kind of stuff. And then gives you... like you allocate time to each thing I think that is actually really important um, allocating time like Zoe said especially when you wear like a lot of different hats um but yeah I think we're just trying our best though aren't we yeah we really are I I think um Caroline Britton you should go back and have a little listen to that Q&A podcast that we did with her and that's one of the ones I actually took solo G because she was talking about um you know there's a big hole in my in my work life which is you know a TV presenter who loves TV presenting but that side of it isn't rocking as much as the others. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that I probably hung on to from 10 years ago about how my time at ITV ended that I haven't, I've addressed a little bit and then I was sort of hanging on to it and there was a bit of resentment and I was probably a bit angry and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And now because of that, I've almost talked myself out of thinking that I will get a TV job, but that is my that's my bread and butter. Like yeah. that's that's what I did for 10 years. Mm. There's no reason why it won't happen again. So Caroline has got me doing an exercise where I, so for example, my absolute dream job would be, you know, sitting on the sofa at morning live or, you know, hosting this morning or something like that. Like I'd love to do a magazine format show again. Yeah. And um, she said that I need to write that out 15 times. And every time a negative thought comes into my head about why I won't get it, I then write the negative thought on a separate A4 sheet of paper. So for example, if I start writing, I'm in 2024, I want to be sitting on the sofa at morning live hosting it. But then in the middle of that sentence, something pops up, which is, but actually because of what happened to me, you know, 10 years ago at ITV, I don't feel like I'm good enough. So you write that down. Then the next one comes up, you write it again. And it might be, well, it's going to take me away from the kids if I have to do that, because I'll have to go to Manchester for three days a week. And then what you do is when you're then going back to the negative page, you then write underneath it, a positive statement underneath it. Like that was then that does not shape where you are now. You are talented, you're, you know, you're good enough. And then you go to the next statement about being away from the kids and you say something like, the kids will understand because I'll be a good role model for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, because yeah. then you stop you stop having those negative feelings as well. It's almost yep. like you're like batting away those negative feelings with a yep. positive one. I love yep. that. So I'm currently at eight. I haven't quite wow. haven't finished. Yeah, I've got like how many, seven to go, but I'm working on that. And she said, if we keep doing that, then 100% I'll get that TV job next year. Brilliant. Watch this Come space. Come on. Watch this space, guys. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Oh, <laughs> from something quite deep to Zoe are you still having a boob job oh yeah 100% I am it's booked in for March so I was going to have it in October but obviously because I had to have my ACL reconstructed I just felt like I couldn't deal with another fairly major operation in the same year um so it's happening in March put my deposit down I'm really excited I've obviously had all my like I had to have a mammogram and do all that jazz because of my boob lump scare thing the other week so now I know that I'm that my breasts are ready for it I'm going to go for it. <laughs> My God, I'm so I'm excited. excited. Wait I'm for excited selfies. for you. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I am ready for that. Um, and I'm using Patrick Malucci um, from the Malucci Clinic in London. I, I saw three other people, but I just felt like he was the right person for me. I loved going for my consultation because I got to wear the bra size that I will be <laughs> and like stand in front of the mirror. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have like my boobs back, Love but it. better. Did yeah. you find him like through recommendation? Yes. Yeah. My friend Soph had a reduction and she said he was incredible. Um, and he was. So yeah, excited. Very uh, Georgia, fitness tips. How to get into a workout mojo uh, when it's so dark and cold? Oh my God. I don't know if I'm in the best place to answer this. I have been so useless. Um, but actually going away <laughs> and not doing anything for 10 days has given me a bit of a kick up the arse again into getting right. back into it. Um, I would say to get your mojo, I do really think teaming up with somebody else to keep each other going is really important I go for a run and actually have done for about a year at least once a week with one of the mums from school we go straight after drop off and we've like really increased the amount that we run I think we started at maybe like 4k and now we probably do like seven Um, amazing we just have a chat and we get a coffee at the end and actually it doesn't feel like going to do exercise it just feels like making time for us having a chat we have like a little moan and an offload about whatever it is and then we have a lovely coffee at the end I like and we walk home and it's it's really really nice so I would think I think finding something you enjoy like that where that will help you continue to do it and even when it's cold and dark we've got each other so like if yeah. one messages to say should we go today and I think oh I really don't want to but I do because she sort of said um I do think yeah having someone to make like to make you accountable is really key and I just think making sure you enjoy it so like I don't necessarily like enjoy lifting weights or anything like that but I'm going to go and do it and while I do it I'm going to listen to a podcast I love because then I'm great. killing two birds with one stone essentially that's what I would mm. say how about you because you're really good you're 
you're you're always doing it um i think my biggest tip is making sure that your workouts are varied Mm. so i always say this but i think mixing it from cardio to a weight session to a yoga to maybe a pilates i have now i've started actually seeing a pt only once a week we do it on a monday morning at nine o'clock so i I cannot get out of it and we do it in the in the shed the garden shed Um, I got a few little bits from, um, Amazon, like literally spent maybe 50 quid on getting some like, Oh, I need to get some, some bits. Yeah. I need to do that. That's a yeah. good idea actually. Like having a few bits at home. Yeah. Just like a couple mm. of kettlebells, some mm. weights. Um, I got a, like a booty band and a mat and we just use that. And then the rest of the time he just took, takes me through, you know, puts me through my paces, but obviously that is an expense. So if you can't afford to do that, I would just make sure, you know, that you're, you're keeping it really varied so that yeah. you're not getting into that funk. There's nothing worse than walking into the gym. Firstly, not knowing what you're doing is a disaster. So like before yeah. you go in, make sure you have a look on YouTube. There's some really- Write it down. Yeah, Write exactly. it down. Yeah. We used to follow Alexia, Alexia Clark. Do you remember? In yeah. The like even just finding people on Instagram going, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to copy that workout routine today. Yeah. Um, actually, my friend who messaged in earlier, Lucy Marner, she's got a fitness page and she does loads of stuff for mums and yeah. she has workout routines on her Instagram. So you can literally just go on there, save one down and then- um, Brilliant. Yeah, do that. And I'm going to post my sexy, sexy platypus workout later. As in, I'm not going to, I haven't done it, but I will just post, like to give you an idea on what Dozer and I write out together, I will post it in its written form so that you can have a look at it. And if you've got any questions, just let me know. Braille, love it. When did you find holidays with kids easier? <laughs> Such a good question. Because <laughs> they're not holidays at the beginning, are they? They're just basically being in the sunshine or being somewhere else but Doing still the same, the same parenting in the sun or in a different yeah. destination yeah, yeah that's all they were I think when the kids for me it was when Gigi was almost three that it became easier remember we went to Abu Dhabi that year and I yes. was like I feel like I had a holiday yeah but I would say she was easier than Axel was at that age so on average I think it's about four yep. when they turn four it feels easier. And also loads of kids clubs allow them in at four. Yes. Maybe agreed. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, I think exactly the same for me. I think it was when we went to Croatia in 21, the summer of 21. And I think Kit was three turning four. And yeah, yeah we just like, I, actually, I think swimming is a big thing. You know, yeah. if you're going somewhere hot and your kids can't quite swim yet, you're constantly on edge because you can't leave them alone for a second in the pool. And yeah. also you want them, you know, if you've got you know, more than, more than one kid, like for them to be able to play together and just get on with it a bit more, that means you can kind of sit down. Um, also I think, I think things with holidays, like don't beat yourself up about screen time and stuff. Like when we go to Kenya, they can't always be in the pool from, you know, eight o'clock in the morning until five o'clock at night. So they they swim for a bit and then they just chill. They might play a bit of cards or they learn how to play 21 pontoon and that's their new favorite game now. And it's good for their maths. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think swimming was a big thing for us. Yeah, I yeah, I do I agree. Water safety for sure. And if they can't swim or like you're not that confident, like those little life jackets that they yes. just keep on are really good. Yep. Although that's when what Gigi did to me last year. She wasn't quite swimming and she had one of those on. She was with an older child and I saw her like miles away at the end of the pool and I was like oh it's fine she's got her little vest on it's absolutely fine and she took it off <gasps> left it on the side oh, and god. jumped in and I was oh, like oh my oh. god you can imagine and then she started swimming so it was fine but 
just just <laughs> make might Ruth not do them up. Please. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Um, Georgia, will you both be doing a live podcast show? Please say yes. I love listening to you both. Oh, oh that's nice. we, do you know what? This is so hard, isn't it? Because we would love to just do one, but it's not that simple. A lot of work and planning and all. we have to find venues and... There's so much that goes into it and we want to do it right. So we definitely will be doing one, whether it's probably springtime, I would say. Um, And we are definitely, we are really, really working on it. So yes, but we don't know when. Yeah, exactly. How do you stay close with friends who don't yet have kids? Well, I've got loads of mates who don't have kids. Like, like because, you know, I've got, you know, like six or seven really important gay men in my life and they none of them have kids yet so um in fact when we went to Ibiza for closings we were the only couple apart from my older friend Ali who's got older kids who had children so actually it was quite they weren't with us but like it was quite interesting to see the difference just in terms of the partying like me and Tosa were like oh my god it's three o'clock we have a.m we have to go to bed whereas they were like woohoo seven a.m they were still up I was like Jesus Christ guys um but I think just dating today you know it's about finding uh, uh, lots of my friends who don't have children would still want to be with me and the kids if they don't then I do something that's away from kids and Mm. just just with them and give them a bit of love and attention but it is difficult it is difficult and I do think that sometimes like I've had this conversation with some of my friends who have got kids and then there's a couple of them who haven't and there was an instance recently where they were trying to arrange something and someone said oh I'm just so busy and I'm working 10 hour days or something I don't know yeah. where whoever it was who didn't have a kid mentioned and then the ones who had kids were like oh she doesn't even know what busy means you know and I think you can mm. sometimes get to that like dynamic of almost resenting people who haven't got kids when they say that they're busy or they're stressed or and almost you feeling like what are you talking about how can you be because all you can remember is your life before kids being you know having more time or stress-free and I think it's really important in order to relate to each other to understand that it's all relative yeah and remember that so the person who hasn't got kids to remember they're not walking in your shoes so they can't judge what you do as a parent and equally as someone who hasn't got, who has got kids you can't judge someone who hasn't got kids and just expect them to always be free and to their life just to be so easy because they haven't got kids I think that's sometimes when it becomes difficult to relate to each other but I think as long mm-hmm. as you you just keep those thoughts and feelings aside and do things that you were doing when you were friends before you had kids anyway like just I've got loads of friends who haven't got kids and we just do the normal stuff that we used to do like yeah just go for nice yeah. dinners and and they're still interested in hearing I like about the kids and ask questions and stuff so I don't really find it that different to no I don't either I think I think if you just accept both parties have to accept where the other one is in their life exactly and that doesn't you know that obviously having children is the biggest change that you'll ever go through probably but at the same time you're still the same person in many respects yeah Um, exactly and so you know you can still find common ground with 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 people that don't have children I think yeah for sure absolutely for sure anonymous most effective or best skin treatments profilo thoughts this is interesting I've just booked in for profilo again 
<laughs> the pain. Uh, yeah. I know the pain. The it's pain. not that bad. No, it is. No, it is in some areas. It's bad. <laughs> the chin. Uh, the chin. Yeah, Jesus. I don't know. Is the answer. I love Botox. You see the result, don't you? Like, yes. Not straight away, but like after a week or so, you see the result, and you're like, oh my god, yes. Profilo. I feel like I notice it when I don't have it more than I notice it when I have it. Yeah. I just think I lose a bit of sparkle. Is that the way? To, like I don't know. Yeah. My skin just looks better with yeah. Profilo, and I think you get more of a natural look with Profilo. Like if you if. Yeah, it's a it's a different treatment, isn't it? But I think if you were just going to have Profilo because you don't like, you want to have movement in your forehead and all that kind of stuff, it's mm-hmm. more of a natural look. That's yeah, what I'd say. yeah, agreed. Yeah, so I'm the same as George. I've had Botox or have Botox regularly, like every four months, and I've also had Profilo twice, and I love both of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I have. Um, quite bad barcodes or I guess X smokers lines around my top lip and I have a tiny bit of Botox just at the top of the lip on either side so one two one two on each side if that makes sense and that has completely cleared that up and I notice it if I don't have if the once the Botox wears off I when I talk I can see it so I use it for that and obviously forehead just to freshen it up I love the results of Profilo. I think it's, it's you know, it's a pure injection of hyaluronic acid, the purest yeah. form of moisture, basically, into your skin. And I think it yeah. takes a couple of weeks for it to show. But you do really glow. I've actually noticed my skin not looking particularly good recently. And I that is because I've run out of Obagi. And that is a skin correcting and skin bleaching like cream that you put on first before your moisturizer. And um, it's hormonally triggered. I've had it for years and years and years. And I looked at my skin this morning and I was like, what's been different the last month? That's because I've run out. And it's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always like really invasive treatments. It's like your creams and like all that kind of stuff as well that give you that overall skin quality. Yeah. So yeah, it's a mixture, isn't it? And I think you just have to find what works for you. Um, Oh my God, this one. Have you started Christmas present prep? God, no. Have we met? Do you know? Do you know us at all? Uh, Georgia might have. I actually have, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's why I asked it. That is literally why I asked it. I was like, oh, gold star for me. What does Christmas present prep look like? Well, I guess is it also to do with just prepping and knowing what you're thinking of buying and writing lists. I did start a list and a joint notes with James today and he would have got that when he was at a meeting and probably thought, oh, for fuck's sake, fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I'm only doing it because I'm hosting Christmas this year. And so I want to have all my present buying out of the way so then I can actually enjoy the hosting rather than being in a panic um and also i'm very aware we're moving and cash is going to be tight so i need to be prepared um yeah so yeah i've got a few bits in my boots boot for Gigi, but that's as far as it's gone so good good bit of tip and tips and advice on this is have a look at facebook marketplace and do it kind of now-ish because you'll be able to get some really great secondhand toys that you know are, are desperate for a new home i always keep my eye on that like for example bikes they've got loads of great i love looking at but like isla we got isla a new bike and well, it wasn't a new bike it was a second hand bike but she absolutely loves it It was in great condition so and it was like 30 quid wow. so th- i yeah. was going to ask you about the bike club actually yeah i'm still using are it are you still doing it for luna and kit yeah okay fine but i, I actually think, think I might do it. yeah i think you should like it worked when they were little because they were moving up so quickly but yeah. now i'm not sure i think we're going to stop doing it for kit because he's got 
Luna's old bike, if that makes sense. And now she's yeah. got Isla's old bike. Um, but uh, it is good. The bike club, definitely look it out. That's a bike subscription. So basically once yeah. they grow, they then, they then can just switch them out. But it's, I don't think it's that much. It's like $9.99 a month. Yeah. So then, mind you, like I look at the bikes because I was going to get one for Gigi for Christmas. And like the ones that are light that, you know, if they've just learned yeah. how to ride a bike, they're 400 quid. Like they're Georgia, a lot of money. Do not buy a new bike. It's like they're like they're like puppies. I'm not. Yeah, I know they just, don't have. The, yeah, you know. Yeah, just only you will think. Oh, look at her on her new bike. She won't give a shit. No, just I put, know put that. A bow around it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know that, but that's why I was thinking about doing the bike club subscription because it's almost like if you're spent, you know. If you're going to buy a bike, or whether new or old, you think, well, she's actually in between. So she's four, but she's little. So she's almost at that stage where she needs like the small bike right now, but probably in a year's time or six months' yeah. time, she's going to need the slightly bigger one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think as well, Christmas gifts, like think of some alternatives. The, like you could get a bike club subscription. You could get a magazine subscription. There's so many options. They don't have to just be like physical thing. Yeah. Do you know what my my so Luna's godmum, Evie, is like my little cousin from Kenya. Well, I grew up on the same beach as her. I've known her since she was like six years old. She's now like 25, 26. Yeah. And she got Luna for the third year now. She's adopted an elephant for Luna. Oh. Taria and like we get photographs of her little elephant who's not so little any longer and the money that Evie pays every month goes to looking after her in Nairobi see stuff like that's what I mean yeah I love that and it's it's different and I think kids kind of I don't know I think you can get lost in Christmas consumerism where you buy like so much shit and they just don't I've still got stuff in my loft when it was Axel's birthday it must have been last year and we were getting the house ready to sell. So I put all his birthday presents in the loft out of the way because they, we'd literally just come back from his party, shoved them in the loft. He hasn't even looked at half of them because we forgot they were there. Yeah. Like that, it just showed me everything. Like yep. you don't need to do all of that. No. Nope. So there we go. There's a little note on Christmas. Love that. <laughs> um, I want to finish this question because I think yeah. it's really nice. It's a really interesting one. You guys seem like great friends. Have you ever fallen out? Have we ever? I don't. Think we've ever fallen out, have we? We've never fallen out. But I, no. I'm going to share this story because I think yeah. it was a it was a turning point, I guess, for me as like a you know having to show up with the business and not kind of tell fibs. And I remember. <laughs> I remember vividly going out one night in London and we had a podcast. <laughs> I remember. I was like, what are you going to talk about? I was like, what the hell? I no, can't I believe this. I'm yeah. sharing this, but I think no, it's, important, it's important it because important. it was a learning curve. Yeah. I went out in London one night with Dozer and a few friends and I kicked on and we had a podcast report, recording at nine o'clock the next morning and I didn't get back home until 3.30. I was absolutely smashed. And I remember texting at 6.30 or seven o'clock in the morning, fucking throwing up like, but lied to the group and said, guys, I'm really sorry. I've got a stomach bug. I was being sick during the night. Georgia messaged me privately and went, Zoe, you used your joint card at Soho House <laughs> at 2.30 this morning. I went, <gasps> busted. And Georgia busted. was like, it's fine if you don't want to do the podcast, but never lie to me. And, and I was like, she's absolutely right. Like you can't go through life doing it. And I've never done it since. And so- no, The thing is, we've got each other's backs. This is the thing. Yeah. This is what I said to you, didn't I? I was like, listen, you don't need to lie to me. Yeah. I don't care if you've done that. That doesn't bother me at all. Just let's just yeah. be on the same page. And I think yeah. that's what friendship's about, right? 
that exactly you can call each other out yeah but also like in a way that's like you don't need to do that with me like you don't need to say that it's fine Just we be have honest. never genuinely mm. never ever ever fallen out no, we Georgia, haven't. Georgia is my 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 stable, my solid, my like my confident I, confidence. I speak to her, you know, hundreds of times during the month, and you know she's always there for me, always, 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 come rain or shine. But we yeah. have a really brilliant business relationship as well. So it's it's actually probably quite a unique relationship in my life. It I is. don't really have anyone like George. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I probably tell those more than I tell like some of my oldest friends. Yeah, but. Again, we have like the business relationship and the, the friendship and it's really lovely and I really, really cherish it. And me too. Thanks, universe. Yay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's probably a good point to end today's podcast. Um, thank you so much for sending in all of your questions. We're so sorry if we didn't get to yours today. We always try and give you sort of a, vari- a variation on, on, on things, but um, these podcasts are for you. So we're so grateful. Um, as yeah. always, we'd love you to rate, review, subscribe and please, please give the podcast a little follow. Yeah. And if you've got any feedback or... The- Q&As you'd like to hear from us then just drop us a DM on Instagram we're on at Made by Mummers also keep an eye out on our job roles for our new business Made by Mummers careers we're so passionate about getting parents back into work and all of the roles that we're posting we have had a chat about flexibility um, which I know is a stumbling block for so many of you Um, and also we're going to start um, sort of I guess asking you to help us find candidates too but also we'll be rewarding you if you do find a candidate that gets the job so again a little way to make some extra money so do look out on the instagram for that and we'll be back on tuesday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,